Good morning and welcome to this Remembrance Sunday service at Brighton Road Baptist Church. My name is Tim Carter. This is the first Sunday in a month of lockdown that's going to put us all under pressure. So in addition to remembering the past, we will be uh, looking to draw on God's grace and strength for the future. It'll be a service based around Psalm 86, uh, with quite a few prayers and reflection, and a message that goes back to thinking about Paul uh, visiting Thessalonica and his ministry there. But uh, Louise is going to lead us in our call to worship taken from Psalm 86. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Stand overwhelmed by the mercy of God. 
Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me.
Among the gods there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. For you are great and do marvellous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. God's a good teacher. When a child says, oh, I can't do it, a good teacher never does it for them. A good teacher will always find a way to do it with them. 
Now, faced with the problems that beset us, we may feel like giving up. But as a good teacher, God is at our side, showing us, teaching us how to live as his followers at this time, in this place. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, you call us to follow you in your ministry of healing. You are the saviour of the world and nothing in this world is beyond the touch of your love and grace. Enable us to find here a healing space. Our faith is fragile, we're, we're burdened with our sinfulness. You know our capacity to hurt and damage. Yet in this healing space, there's no greater power than your compassion and mercy. Nothing in our past or present is greater than the gift of your presence here with us now. May this healing space be a place of your blessing in our lives. With us come people haunted by their past, people obsessed by the present, people dreading the future. They are poor in spirit. With them, may we see your kingdom among us. With us come people crushed by war and terror, people bruised by oppression and persecution, people wounded by bigotry and ignorance. They mourn. With them, may we receive comfort. With us come people weary of their pain, people burdened by their fear, people worn down by distress. They are the meek. With them may we receive the gifts of your goodness. With us come people frustrated by complacency, people ground down by manipulation, people hemmed in by despair. They hunger and thirst for righteousness. With them may we be filled. With us come people caring for the wounded and ill, people holding the hand of the dying, people weeping with the grief-stricken. They are the merciful. With them may we receive mercy. And with us come people struggling with doubts, people confused by questions, people diminished by the certainty of others. They are the pure in heart. With them may we see God. And with us come people who've turned the other cheek, people who've stood in the way of hatred, people who have absorbed another's violence. They are the peacemakers. With them may we be called children of God. And with us come people who are excluded because they're different, people who speak the truth when others don't, people who pursue peace through justice, they are persecuted for righteousness' sake. With them, may we receive your kingdom among us. So can I lead you in the Lord's Prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory 
forever and ever. Amen.
Lord, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. All things are in your hand. Be with the incoming President of the United States to give wisdom that comes from you alone to be led in your paths. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord's Prayer invites us to look forward to the coming of God's Kingdom, where there's no mourning or sorrow or crying or pain, no more disease or sickness or death or bloodshed, where every tear is wiped from every eye. And as we look round at the, the hardship and suffering experienced in the country, paralysed again by coronavirus, we pray, we long for the coming of that Kingdom. And we also look back and remember the pain and the suffering and the destruction and the devastation of war. It's sobering to reflect that if the current upheaval and turmoil we're living through now is the worst thing we've experienced, that simply means we've led very sheltered and comfortable lives. So we take time this morning to remember the lives of ordinary people torn apart by war. We think of ordinary people ripped from their towns and villages, torn from their families to serve their country in war, and how they went and paid a terrible price for going, some of them. We think of the ordinary people left behind to keep things going in factories, on farms, on streets, blitzed by war. The ordinary people who lost their lives. Those left behind who never saw them again. Who grew up without a parent, a sibling, a partner, a friend. Some of them never discovered love again. They grew old alone. We remember today all the ordinary people on either side of the conflict whose lives were changed forever, who lost their homes, their limbs, their sight, those whose lives were permanently damaged. And we remember the cost of war has always been paid by ordinary people in silence. We remember.
They shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor their years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them. Let's pray. God, you don't want our sacrifice, you don't want our piety. All that you ask is that we walk with you in the humble path of justice and love. It's not in grand gestures, but in humble service that we can best reveal your love. So Lord, maybe not strive to be special, but just to be ordinary people, getting alongside other ordinary people, sharing your love and making a difference in the world, bringing peace, not war, bringing love, not hate, bringing freedom, not oppression. As we look for ways to know peace, may we be ordinary people through whom your love is revealed, through whom your kingdom comes. And we lay before you today all the areas of conflict in our world, conflict that still rages, places still ravaged by war and its consequences. We lift before you the cities of Vienna and Paris, shocked, scared by recent terror attacks. Lord, out of the ashes of conflict and hatred and violence, may the phoenix of your love arise and guide our feet along the paths of healing and of peace. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name for ever. For great is your love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Another prayer. God of our hidden depths, we come before you as people of our time and our place and we confess our faults and recognise our weaknesses. We're complex creatures, deep within us are patterns, experiences, conflicts. We don't understand, we don't always know what to do with them, how to deal with them. We're silent before you and pray. Understand us. Unburden us. We are silent before you and pray. Help us to understand and unburden each other. We are silent before you and pray. Help us not to fear what lies deep within us. It's hurting and hurtful that breaks and is broken. Spirit of God's deep peace, touch our wounds with your healing so that we may be people who bring healing to others. Help us to be at peace with ourselves so that we can share your peace with others. Through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen.
Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me because I serve you, just as my mother did. Give me a sign of your goodness, that my enemies may see it and be put to shame, for you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. I wonder whether the Apostle Paul found himself identifying with those words from the psalm during his time at Thessalonica. We're thinking in our online service about the Gospel in Thessalonians, and in chapter 2, verse 2 of the first letter, Paul talks about how he'd suffered and been treated shamefully during his time at Philippi, but how despite this, he found God gave him the courage he needed to declare the good news of Jesus in Thessalonica as well, in the midst of a great deal of conflict. Claire reminded us last week, his preaching there caused a riot, the whole city in uproar, a mob attacking the house where he was staying, anything but peaceful and calm. Real trouble and difficulty. Both Philippi and Thessalonica were in Macedonia, and Paul had gone over there in response to a vision in which he saw a man from Macedonia saying, come over here and help us. Well, Paul had been obedient, but so far he'd, he'd just met with a really hostile reception in both towns he visited. That can't have been easy. But as a result of his going, there was now a group of people in each town who believed in Jesus. So despite opposition, God was at work. His ministry was bearing fruit. This episode reminds us that, that being obedient to God's call doesn't mean that we can expect things to go smoothly for us. In Paul's experience, it was anything but the case. If you want a carefree life, then maybe you're better off not believing in Jesus. Some people wrongly suppose that, that God rewards those who believe in him by encasing them in a kind of spiritual bubble wrap to protect them against life's hard knocks. But Paul was under no such illusions. He knew that following Jesus would mean he was in for a tough time, but that God would give him the resources he needed to cope with that. So don't suppose the gospel is about making life easier for weak people. It's about God giving weak people the strength in Christ to do the right thing and live life well. Now, we may have a long history of failure behind us, but the death and resurrection of Jesus mean that our future is not determined by our past failures. The future's tough too. The next four weeks of lockdown won't be easy for us. We will feel angry and afraid, and it's easy for that fear and anger to bring out the very worst in us. We are, after all, only human. But that's precisely why we need a saviour. That's why God sent his son to rescue us from ourselves. I don't know what kind of conflict you're experiencing at the moment. Maybe your life has turned upside down, you can't see the way ahead. Maybe your home begins to feel a little bit like a prison cell. Maybe your emotions are running right. But get this, Paul proclaimed the gospel in the midst of conflict because it's good news for people in conflict. It's a gospel that says, God's power is available to you in your weakness. And if Christ is in you, then at the very core of your being, his presence will enable you to withstand the emotional turmoil that you face, the pressures that surround you, the fearful threat of the coming weeks and months. That was Paul's experience. Despite intense opposition, he found the resources to do what he was called to do, to preach the good news of Jesus, because God helped him. So in the midst of your fighting fears and failures, God is with you. 
and the gospel is still the power of God for the salvation of anyone who puts their trust in him, you included. So whatever God calls you to do or to go through in these coming weeks, he'll be there to help you, to give you the courage and resources you need to make it through, because you belong to him. Christ is your saviour, and he's faithful.
Sometimes I wonder why people suffer, why all the pain and sorrow. So much injustice, weeping and sadness here in our world today. Pain won't be here forever. Sadness will turn to laughter. Morning will turn to dancing, and our tears will be wiped away. Looking around me, I see such anger. Why must we hurt each other? So many people living in sadness here in our world today. Pain won't be here forever. Sadness will turn to laughter. Morning will turn. Pain won't be here forever. Sadness will turn to laughter. Morning will turn to dancing, and our tears will be wiped away. Where there is grieving, I want to feel